You're listening to Ants Talk. My next guest is an ex-lawyer joined by someone who pursued a career in entertainment law and was admitted to the California State Bar in 2017. They both launched a dating app called Blink. Blink is a dating app that will change the way people use technology to find and create meaningful connections. Please welcome to the show, Tally Matitiahu and Whitney Beard. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so interested in the app. I think it's actually a great idea because, to be honest, there are so many apps out there at the moment for dating and so many people always are questioning about a good app where they can actually make true connections and it's not just about a hookup. So why mm-hmm. did you feel Blink was needed? Whitney, do you want to take this one? You're, you, you use the apps more than I do these days. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in here for, for sure. I've, I've been, you know, an, an app user. You know, I've, I started with Tinder and have been on Bumble and Hinge and just, you know, tried everything. And as a busy working young professional, um, it became really clear to me that this method that exists wasn't really working to create real connections. Mm. Um, you know, it was endless talking back and forth that never really, you know, came to anything or you meet someone and it, it, it ends up being kind of a waste of time. And when you're, when you're busy, you don't have a lot of time to waste. Um, so we really see this, this is kind of creating a place for people looking for something real and able yeah. to see if there's a connection within, you know, a very short amount of time um, in the way that the apps, the apps set up. So I think, I think there's nothing like this on the market. Um, you know, and we, we know it's not for everyone, but it's certainly for those who is really looking for a real connection. Oh, I, I think that portion of um, humanity has grown exponentially because <laughs> one thing I actually get from so many of my single friends is, there are no apps out there to meet people, to have a serious relationship. And I truly think that that is what majority of people want. They really want a true connection rather than just a hookup app. So what mm-hmm. would you say, how is, how is um, Blink different to another app, say, just like Tinder? What, what is yeah. So I'll, I'll uh, dive in a little bit and tell you how the app works. So uh, unlike most apps, Blink is not a low- looks first approach to dating. And so the way that we handle matches is a two-part system. And so the first part is folks put in their availability and we schedule them for a virtual blind speed date via the app. Uh, And so that is literally a blind speed date. So you can't see the person you're talking to. It's 10 minutes long. After the date, you evaluate it sort of like you get out of an Uber and it pops up for an evaluation and asks you how it went. We do the same exact thing. You tell us how it went. uh, And then separate from that, since love is not actually blind and we totally recognize that, we have a glances feature, which shows people just a single photo of potential partners. And it could be someone you had a date with. It could also be someone you haven't had a date with. So you don't know who this person is, who the, the photo belongs to. There's no name. There's no profile. So you're not kind of going through that curated you know, profile review that you see on other apps. Mm. And if there's a mutual match on both of those parts, then you're connected uh, via the app and you can start messaging via the app. But we really encourage people whenever they feel ready to take it offline because we're really trying to foster, like we said, that real connection uh, through conversation and chemistry, um, which the easiest way to do that is through having that, that conversation via the app and then taking it offline and seeing if there's something there. That is so cool. I actually love that idea of the blind date. Blind, like those speed dating um, sort of things didn't really, I mean, they were only sort of just starting when I was still single. And I mm-hmm. sort of wish that I actually had the opportunity to do one because I really think that'd be fun. 
right? <laughs> it's it's such a popular notion that people know about and yet, yeah. you know, hasn't been brought into this 21st century app world yet. And, so and I actually think it's a great idea to spend a small amount of time with somebody um, mm-hmm. and get to know them in a way that it is beyond the looks. It's basically, you're getting to know a person. We've all got to admit that we are not going to look the same as we do when we first meet to 50 years down the track. So there are other things. And most of the time, most of the time people don't actually look like what they look like in their profile exactly. photos. So right. what's the point in investing, you know, your decision in that when really what matters is do I have a connection with this person? Yeah. And attraction, like scientifically, psychologically grows if you have a connection with someone. And so yes. we're really kind of trying to foster people making that conclusion first based on that chemistry and then seeing, okay, am I attracted to this person or not? Can I see myself with them physically? Yeah. Profile photos are sort of like Facebook posts. You only put the best things up. Exactly. And they could be 10 years old. You'll never know. Oh, trust me. I know that. I met some of them. (laughs) (laughs) So who is your target market, would you say? Yeah, we're really looking at, you know, because of that requirement of really getting in there and being vulnerable and having conversations, you know, I think it's going to be someone who's looking to find something real. Mm. Um, I think the target market, you know, is probably mid, mid twenties to upper forties, mid forties, upper fifties. Um, I think, you know, there's a wide range, but we're still, you know, marketing to a hip kind of young, fun market. You know, we're not trying to get in the same places in eHarmony or a match.com, which are great. I think they serve a different purpose and a different market than what we're reaching here. Mm-hmm. And why an app? Why not a like a an agency as such, like an introduction agency or something similar? Why did you choose to go for an app? Uh, I think two reasons. I think going back to what Whitney was saying, as young professionals, you kind of just want to very quickly, I think, determine whether or not you're interested in someone rather than engage in all of these messages and then have a date and see if it works. And so I think having an app-based experience where you just put in, I'm free for an hour tonight, schedule me a 10-minute date with someone, like that gives you the chance to really find out quickly and utilize your time effectively without kind of getting involved with, oh, like, I'm interested in X, Y, Z, and I have to, you know, filter people out. And so it's a much quicker, efficient way for busy people to uh, determine whether or not there's there's something there. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of actually blanking on what the second thing I was going to say was. Oh, um, in terms of having a matchmaker, I think the other big thing that we wanted people to do is really, you know, I think people write people off very quickly based on what shoes they wear, or what their hair looks like, or what have you. And we really are, to be honest, trying to help people get past that and past those assumptions based on physical traits to see if there's a chemistry. And I think if we were to provide some sort of matchmaking service, we'd be asking them, you know, what are you interested in? What's your type? And, you know, really, most people don't have a type necessarily. They just, you know, and, and they're more likely to meet someone if they're willing to think outside of the box. And mm. let's say as an example, I'm only willing to consider people who are five foot 10 and above. What if the perfect person for me is five, nine, and I've written them yeah. off just because they're an inch too, inch too short. And so we really want to get people outside of that bubble of kind of considering people only based on certain factors and, and kind of help them meet people they wouldn't otherwise meet. Mm. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. What is the hardest part of dating in today's world? Would you say? <laughs> well, where do I start? <laughs> I'll hear from both of you. Stop writing your list. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, for me, you know, I'm I'm based here in Los Angeles and originally from a small town in Indiana, and so 
you know, it, it was, it was like, let's pack our stuff and move across the country and go chase our dreams. Well, you know, so did everyone else that's here in the city. And so mm-hmm. being so busy and, and almost self-focused in, in a way has, has made it difficult, and, you know, and I'm guilty of it too. Um, and so I think really trying to find the right connection in a really quick amount of time. And so I can sit down on an evening and know, you know, within a few of these 10 minute you know, virtual blind speed dates, if I have a connection and want to move forward, or if I can kind of weed them out. Mm. And so I see that as a, as a really efficient process, um, which is great. But no, I think it's, I think it's really difficult today because the, the, the sense of using dating apps has become like a social media. You get done with scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, it's swiping through photos and you're not really even paying attention. It's just becomes yeah. kind of a game. Um, and so that conflict that, you know, that's, that creates a conflict if you're looking for something real and something more serious. Mm, definitely. I think I'll, I'll throw in as a former New Yorker now living in Los Angeles, they say New York city is the hardest city to date in because kind of similar to LA people are just living their dream. They're living their life. They have these crazy schedules and trying to coordinate to even have a first date is really hard, especially if, you know, they live in Brooklyn and you live in Staten Island or the Bronx and, Mm. you know, you're trying to find some place that you can meet in the middle and, you know, you're trying to balance your work schedules and your friends. Like I have friends that I haven't seen in years because we can never find a time that works. And the same thing applies to dating. And so I think it's just really hard to carve out that time and, you know, it's much easier when you can just sit on your couch for 10 minutes. Mm. Um, and so I, I think that's to, to me seems like the biggest hurdle. And then I think the other thing, um, a lot of people, you know, when you're out in the world now and you're in these situations where you otherwise might meet people, they're looking at their phone, they're scrolling through social media, they're looking at the news, they're reading their emails, and they're not looking up and realizing, hey, there's a really attractive person in front of me that I want to say hi to, or hey, that person's reading a book that I just loved, Um, maybe I should talk to them about it. And so we're missing out on all of these chances to talk to people because we're living in this new kind of digital age. And so Mm. we're kind of trying to take, like Whitney said, this concept of speed dating into the virtual age. Two points um, around what you just mentioned. I was going to say, do you think, because I remember when I was single and I was living in Sydney, which is probably one of the biggest cities here in Australia Mm -hmm. compared to where I am now. Do you think it's also that we do get a little spoiled for choice? Um, Mm, Absolutely. Because I remember when I was dating, uh, I I had so many options and choices. It was like... Who, who do I, do I stop here? Do I continue? Is there going to be a better one around the corner? So, do you know what I mean? Like, and, and I think a lot of the gay guys were the same in Sydney because we have our own apps. We've got our grinders and our whatever is out there these days. I can't even remember the names of them anymore. But we've got those too. And I think that that became a really big issue, especially in Sydney, was because these guys were a majority of the time just doing hooks, hookups on these apps, it almost became sport for choice. And so a relationship never came about because mm-hmm. there was always someone better looking that they could, you know, hook up with or connect with. And maybe it lasted a night, maybe it lasted a week, who knows, but mm-hmm. it was never good enough. Do you know what I mean? And that's such an expectation, you know, you get yeah. on the app and, and you have that expectation of, that's what it's going to be, you know, maybe mm, a quick hookup, mm. maybe, you know, a date or two or, you know, something short, short lasting. And so 
I, I, I totally agree with you. I think that when the expectations don't always line up on those, those apps, that's where you have some people disappointed. Some people love it. It's yeah. great. You know, that serves a purpose. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh, definitely. We've all been there. I mean, that's, that's great, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> Sometimes a person just needs touch. <laughs> so is the app national or international? Yeah, we're, quite yet. But, oh, sorry, Whitney, go ahead. I was just going to say, we're, we're right now we're focusing on launching first uh, in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a, a beta exclusive version out there, followed quickly, hopefully by New York and other U.S. metropolitan cities. And then from there, we're hoping to go really wide and expand further. Yeah, I think that this would definitely take off all around the world. I really do. Um, what advice would you offer someone using a date at dating app? Whitney, do you want to go first or should I? You go ahead, Tolly. Sure. So I, uh, my advice would be to just be yourself from the very beginning. One of the things that we're trying to get away from is this kind of concept of curating yourself to be who you think other people will want. Mm. Like you don't have a profile. You don't get to share a set of five photos that you've, you know, spent months going through and asking your friends for opinions on which ones you should include. We really just want people to be themselves and find someone who's compatible with them. Um, And so you have 10 minutes to make that impression to find out if there's chemistry, use those 10 minutes and be yourself because really if you're looking for true partnership, there's only so long that you can pretend to be someone you're not. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're launching later this year. We haven't launched quite yet. Oh, well, we might have to do an updated um, episode and see whether there's any. Oh, yeah, we'll do a check. <laughs> yes. Love connections, <laughs> marriages or babies in the future. <laughs> That's what I'm most looking forward to hearing about the first matches, the first weddings. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. So um, with the app itself, who, who developed it as such? Did you guys develop it yourselves or did you have someone else come in and do we the someone else. technical work? Yep. So as lawyers, neither of us can develop our own app, unfortunately. Um, While I am a recovering lawyer and I do kind of ops and product, I am not capable of building an app on my own. And so we actually found a developer local here in LA um, who's developing the app for us. Fantastic. When it does launch, where would people be able to access it or find it? So they'll be able to... Whitney, go ahead. You can get that on the Apple iOS store and it's also downloadable for Android as well. So we'll have both. Oh, that's so good. In the meantime, they can check out our website, theblinkdate.com, our social media, if they just want to reach out and ask more questions. It's funny because I've got friends in both New York and LA, single friends, and it is probably their biggest gripe that they whine to me about is the dating scene where am I going to meet somebody I don't want to hook up anymore I want something serious and it really sounds they want like, to whine to us so we're happy yeah, to talk to exactly. them exactly it sounds like blink is exactly what they're needing in their life yeah no that's Fantastic. great to hear you should definitely yeah. tell them about it oh I will be well they listen to this so they'll be hearing it for themselves oh, great. Which is great. <laughs> perfect <laughs> So what I will say, ladies, is could you just reiterate the website and everything for me just so the listeners can look it up? Yeah, it's theblinkdate.com. And then our socials are all at theblinkdate. That is fantastic. Well, girls, thank you so much for joining me on the show. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. I think that something like this is very needed and not just in LA, New York, all around the world. And I really think that it has the potential to do that. 
And I love the idea of the short blind date to begin with. I think that's really unique and no one else has sort of thought of that concept. And I think it's a really good way of showing and, and experiencing a true connection that way. We really appreciate it too. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. Ants Talk. It's like Oprah, but not.